So let's start with story number one, Tyler. We're chatting Delta and we're chatting business travel amid COVID-19. So for a little context, uh, with a projected poor performing quarter, Q3, Delta Airlines' outlook for air travel, especially business travel, is very low. Uh, I think this can be expected as we see COVID cases continuing to spike here in the United States. Um, and uh, even though the increase in cases correlates uh, with, you know, of course, reopening of um, of stores and of uh, uh, just general shared space is now being used at a uh, a much higher rate than it was months ago mm-hmm. in several states. Um, it's also corresponding with more people going out of their way to uh, participate in everything from going out to grab a bite at a restaurant to shopping at the mall uh, to hanging out at the local pool, all of the above. And with that, you're going to see more cases and probably a little more paranoia. Uh, so even though Delta has a a uh, negative outlook on air travel for the next several months and potentially year, year and a half. Um, Don't think that that's actually going to slow the spread of the virus necessarily. Um, Two separate issues. But anyways, uh, this is a story from Reuters. um, So I'm just going to go ahead and highlight a few main points here and then Tyler will get into discussion. But Delta Airlines expects their third quarter revenue and flight capacity to be only about 20 to 25 percent what it was last summer, uh, which is huge. At first, when I was reading that, I thought, oh, about 20 to 25 percent less of what it was last summer. It's like, no, no, it's going to be about one fifth to one fourth the size that it was last summer. So huge um, chunk of revenue and of um yeah just general flight consumption down for this upcoming q3 and uh delta airlines has seen demand stall because of covid Uh, and outlook for a full industry recovery is only well i say only uh two years away now that i guess in the long uh like i guess the the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. two years isn't like the worst thing in the whole world but uh, the fact that it's going to take 24 months to uh, get to a point where we see the same volume of business and uh, consumer flights, that's going to be a while of waiting and a while of, uh, of honestly, insecurity for the market. Um, so CEO Ed Bastian, CEO of Delta Airlines, said, we're at a stall right now. Uh, I Definitely agree, CEO Ed Bastian. That's a great, uh, succinct way to put it. Um, But really what I want to highlight with this uh, bleak outlook for Delta Airlines' Q3 is the effect on business travel and chat a little bit about whether or not business travel is going to return in the way we had seen it previously. So Delta is often regarded as the airline best suited for business travel. Uh, Business travel news ranks the nation's top airlines based on their business travel via a customer opinion survey. And in 2019, Delta ranked number one for the ninth consecutive year in rankings compiled by business travel news. So uh, within the business travel community, Delta is the number one Carrier, uh, well, now, now they sound like a Sprint and T-Mobile. They're the number one airline, uh, and they uh, are are regarded that way, and o- often that correlates as well to 
the actual um, uh, revenue stream, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. see literally more business travel on Delta. However, uh, CEO Bastion, uh, Mr. Ed Bastion, is now saying that business demand is going to lag for anywhere from a full year to a year and a half. And that's because many companies are waiting for a vaccine before sending their employees back to the airport. Ed Bastian even highlighted that video calls might be more efficient during this time. So when you get the CEO of an airline company saying, hey, maybe don't don't fly for business, like I guess you can just use Skype, then I think that's when uh, you can you can take the sign as they're admitting defeat to some degree. There's not much they can do in this situation. Uh, Ed Bastian also said that uh, their SkyMiles loyalty data is showing business customers are still traveling, but they're traveling for personal reasons, and they're paying a higher price to do so compared to some of the perks they might have because of their business travel. So that is discouraging, in my opinion, the fact that we're still seeing uh, active travel from folks that... uh, you know, just basically want to get it in regardless of the COVID situation or not. Um, but uh, what we're seeing is business travel is down and it's going to be down for a while. And on top of all of this, Delta uh, cut several added August flights that they were trying to ramp back up with. Uh, they added a thousand flights. Now they're cutting that back down to 500 and they're bleeding about $27 million a day, uh, which is down from about $100 million a day earlier in the crisis, which is brutal. Oh. Uh, they hope that that number improves if people start traveling more from select areas in the U.S. with less COVID cases. But when you have the CEO saying, hey, you know, maybe use Skype instead of traveling for business, uh, you know, to some degree, I don't think that's inspiring a lot of confidence for people to want to travel. So you've got a mixed situation here. Uh, you're still seeing people travel for personal reasons. Uh, there is still business travel to some capacity. It hasn't disappeared completely, uh, but Outlook is that 2019 volumes of business travel, which were very high, will most likely not return at scale uh, anytime soon. So Tyler, immediate thoughts on this dynamic. Yeah, so one of the first thing that things that comes to mind when um, it comes to this sort of thing is, from my perspective, I, I almost wonder if the previous perception of a particular business doesn't then factor into people's overall feelings and judgments when we've kind of entered into this time, right? So what I mean by that is that nobody could have seen this happening, right? Nobody foresaw this, but for years, and I think we've even done a couple of stories on this show about this in the past, airlines have tried to maximize profits at the expense of the experience of travel for a long time, right? You've seen shrinking leg room, uh, more cramped seating, uh, you know, ways to cut costs and, and that sort of thing for a while. Um, would you agree with that? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I would. And so part of me when I look at this is that I, I think that people's perception of who you are as a business has a lot of impact on how they're going to see you in the midst of a, a massive uh, hard time like what we're seeing right now. And so part of me thinks that, um, you know, you, you see this and it colors your view of how you view like kind of the, the airline industry. So part of me thinks people are going to say, okay, these companies have never really cared about 
my comfort level or the overall traveling experience to a, to a large extent kind of before this all happened. Um, if there are alternatives, I'm going to take that alternative. Right. And so I do think that there's a, there's probably a pretty large sentiment, um, uh, you know, amongst business travelers that thinks there are easier ways to do things and I can cut down on the amount I travel. Now, I know that there are certain people and I've talked to lots of them on podcasts and through various conversations at market scale who are pretty accustomed to traveling, you know, at least a couple weeks a month. And, you know, it's just weird for them to not be traveling. And so I think that as soon as it's safe, you'll see a resumption, but not quite to the level that we were talking about in 2019 and not you know, not anywhere near those types of levels. But I do think there will be a resumption. And I think that there will be people that will get back out on the road and be traveling again for business. But I do think that this will, but I think that that will be a smaller number than we're traveling in 2019. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll probably see sort of a domino effect where uh, people will be traveling less for business moving forward. And I I imagine it will match the Delta Airlines outlook that 2019 volumes of business travel just won't return in that way anytime soon, if at all, because I think it's going to combine both public perception, both fear of of traveling, as well as uh, general cut in costs um, and budget decreases for many companies. I would imagine as companies have invested time energy, and literally money into solutions for remote work, uh, for uh, remote collaboration, video calls, and any um, any tangential applications that you know, beef out the capabilities of those platforms. Um, I'm not saying that the investments there are going to match like the literal amount of money that was spent on uh, air travel and hotel and everything, but... I would imagine that business travel for many companies can get a little uh, frivolous at times, you know, expensing meals, uh, the rented car, the obviously the cost of the uh, plane ticket. um, And if it's an extended trip, uh, you know, several nights at a hotel, that all starts to add up. And I would imagine because of the second wave of COVID and, um, and I, you know, this is maybe just being bleak, but the uh, short-term, long-term uh, uh, COVID scenario we're going to be in, and by short-term I mean, you know, maybe like another year, two years, but regardless, we're going to be in this sort of back-and-forth dynamic for a while if we don't respond more concretely sometime soon by shutting down nationwide again and really getting strict on uh, curbing the spread of this virus. Uh, I don't think business travel is going to return in the same way, and I don't think the money's going to be there if the recession continues uh, how we've seen. Um, maybe massive corporations are going to retain the extra cash to spend on business travel, but if the PR looks bad for... Uh, you know, I don't know, J.P. Morgan Chase continuing to send its uh, executives on a bunch of business travel on commercial flights, um, then, you know, that will probably keep more people from traveling. Uh, so combine the PR with the health risk, obviously, which is the main risk, mm-hmm. uh, and then less money uh, for 
you know, uh, smaller companies that require a lot of business travel or that have used business travel as a perk to try to get out to trade shows or to better connect with clients and, you know, go that extra step. Those are the kinds of things that probably are going to get cut and might not come back in the same way if the money doesn't come back in the same way either because they don't have the money to spend on those sort of bonus trips or, um, or you know, I, I guess frivolous expenditures when you compare uh, expenditures of just like operating costs and um, new safety measures and and sanitation measures for physical spaces uh, because of COVID, et cetera, et cetera. And spending money is making sure that you uh, retain your staff and that you are able to pay your staff uh, adequately while the economy is tanking. So that's my perspective on this is that I, I just don't think business travel is going to come back in the same way ever. And I think it's going to be because of a combination of different things. Like the article said, I don't think it's going to disappear completely. Right. But I, I do think it's going to be curbed. Uh, yeah. The I, enthusiasm is going to be curbed on it. Larry David style. <laughs> that's for sure. I think that I, I think that for a lot of companies, reality has set in over the last maybe month or so that, you know, I, I think everyone thought this would be a quick fix that, you know, a couple months or so and things would be back to normal. And Texas certainly tried that and it didn't work. And so, you know, I've had conversations where, you know, with people that have said, you know, we are, you know, cutting our lease on our, you know, office space because no one has been in there since February and we don't look like we're going back in anytime soon, right? So why keep paying for it now? And I think that in a lot of ways, you can look at business travel the same way that if you reallocate those dollars to something else during this time, then when it comes around that you could actually travel again, what's it going to be like to, you know, reallocate those dollars again for, right. for a better term? You know, I, I think people are going to, find alternatives. And, and in, in a lot of cases, um, you're going to see a, a, maybe a permanent shift away from it, except in cases where it's absolutely necessary. But, um, but no, I, I, I think you're right. I think that as companies evaluate what expenditures they can take on and what, you know, which ones they can cut, I think that business travel, especially for the time being, is probably one of those that has to be on the chopping block. I would definitely have to agree. And, you know, even just looking at uh, how a company like MarketScale uh, values its um, customer service and, you know, making our clients the hero, um, making our guests uh, that, you know, just come on our shows have a fantastic experience. Uh, we have personally tried to adapt a lot of that to be uh functional during a remote period mm -hmm. uh, the things that we would normally do to go above and beyond to see someone in person or to engage with someone uh physically you know like going and visiting excuse me going and visiting them at their office uh flying them out to us you know those things are not possible anymore and so we have adapted in ways that uh i think have been very productive for us right um which just shows that it's doable and who knows if market scale business travel will come back in the same way. But what I do know is that we've been able to maintain a lot of our most important relationships because we have found ways to go that extra step and um, engage with people uh, with the tools we have at our disposal and people sort of seem to understand. So I, I think that sort of um, corporate communication reality will probably 
still carry over post pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think I'm with you. I think those funds just are not going to be reallocated in the same way. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. 